Welcome everyone to the Creative for Life podcast. Season two, we're going to be talking about transformation, transformation. our own personal transformation and transformations of our guests as well. I'm John Witcher coming to you from the crossroads of America. And I'm Gordon Meyer chatting with you from Hong Kong. Each episode, we'll be discussing creativity for life, sharing with you our journey of collaboration for over 30 years, the influences and inspirations that motivate us, the changes and chances that got us to where we are today. And through the successes and failures, we've always found our way forward with light, laughter, and positivity. Welcome to Creative for Life. really digging this podcast we've got going on transformation. Yeah, it's fantastic. Amazing guests so far. Yeah. Jamil and Hilsia, always really great to get their viewpoints on their life together and how so much has changed in their life. And yet it's only given them more energy to refocus and put in the forward direction of uh, what they want to do, where they want to be in the moment and what they want to be creating in the moment. It's really great. Yeah. And of course, Jason Freeney is amazing. And it's just an amazing story to hear how his life has progressed from, you know, always being a inspired and creative person and wanting to create art, create something that hits people in a relatable way. I think that's really yeah. important. I think that's one of the things that we'll get into today when we have some questions that we need to answer for some of our amazing listeners out there. Yeah, it's exciting to get to that. Yeah, with Jason, it was it's fantastic because, you know, he, he wants to be relatable and he wants to get people to ask questions about how they view things. And, and, and like he said before about when kids see his dissectables, they aren't grossed out by it. They aren't scared about it. You know, they see it and they're excited and they want to know more about what's this inside stuff. What What is this? Is this what's inside our bodies? It just makes them more inquisitive, you know, excited and want to learn more. And that's really fun. And of course, Jason and Nora, you know, they bring to us this very real in the practice spiritual life that they're living and how it directly affects them and how we all can learn from practices of meditation, of yoga, which leads to a spiritual life, which taps into all things of how we think and how we want to make our daily lives better and more caring and loving and compassionate for not just ourselves, but for everyone. And and it's a dualistic sort of process where you have to be working on yourself at the same time, working on practicing your love for other people, people you don't know, people that you do know, everybody. It's a very, very considerate practice, you know, that they're that they're living in. And a lot of people are. And that's part of what we're trying to touch with the creativity and the transformation is when we work for the better, not just thinking of ourselves, but working for the better and wanting to do better and be a better person and make a better world. We can make those connections. Yeah. And it's amazing. You know, even if you just have an impact on one person's life, the ripple effect that that can have just really inspiring. So many different places where people are listening to this and the hope is we're bringing a little bit of joy into your day, maybe a little bit of inspiration, a little bit more understanding. We're also trying to be relatable, you know, as you, 
have the chance to listen to our podcast in your office, in your car, walking down the street, jogging, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, we're with you. And we really are grateful to have that opportunity to share this time with you. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's the most important thing that we're spending this time and we're helping hopefully to bring about some change in your life, positive change. So a lot of times I get the question of, how do I know I can do something? I'm an artist or I'm a musician or any type of, of media that you're doing. And I always get, well, how do I know if I can do this? And you can do anything. The first time I picked up a guitar, not that I'm all that great now, but it was absolutely horrible. And once you pick something up and you develop a serious love for what you do, it will really be amazing the transformation that happens. If I get out a guitar, it's like it gets my creativity moving. It, it gets that kind of bubbling up in you. Getting started. Getting started is the hardest part. It's, it's all downhill from there. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think a lot of that also relates to even some basic questions that people might have that I've been asked before too of, well, what if I'm not creative? Well, where do I start? Can you elaborate a little bit on where you would go from there? Where, I mean, where was your start when you were playing guitar? And, and you made a realization that, or, or not even guitar, but anything that you've done creatively that's that's. I mean, typically working. it was like seeing somebody do something and wanting to be able to do it. Uh, I, I would see someone, like my dad played guitar, um, my uncles, my, my grandpa, both, both of my grandparents. I, I mean, you see that is really, really amazing. I'd love to be able to do that and to be able to share that. It kind of leads to, to different things. The same with, with writing. I would read books and I would be like, I mean, wouldn't it be wonderful to be able to create these worlds, to create a life that's going on that will inspire or you're feeling emotions and hopefully, you know, it inspires some to, to do the same. Inspiration is the fuel, that initial spark for creativity. So many ways we get our inspiration, but often that inspiration comes from our desire to bring something from within us that we can share with other people. That ability to do that comes in so many different ways. And, and it's amazing too, when there are so many people that want to do good things and help people. And I always think that that first step that you have to do is to look inside yourself and just say, I'm going to just do this now. It sounds ridiculously simple, but it actually, that is exactly what it takes. You have to change the mindset that you're in of not being able to do something into being able to do something. And whether it's playing guitar, which guess what, it's going to take you a lot of learning to do this. I've sat next to a ukulele for how many years now and I've not been able to learn that. I've had a guitar for I don't know how many years of my life. I can't do that either. And I can't do it because I don't have the will to learn how to do notes, how to do all these other things. And so I find other ways to express my creativity and to share with other people. I would do art 
regardless. And it's not for the purpose of doing something, you know, with an intent. You do it because you love doing it first. It has to come through that love of doing. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. I had friends that when I was a kid, their parents wanted them to be in band. So here we are in bands. I'm playing the trombone. And there's some of these kids that they have no desire to be in band, none whatsoever. So they don't practice. You know, it's, it's a tough situation for them because, you know, they want their parents to be happy and they want to be able to play this instrument. But they're like, you know, I have no desire to do this. And I think that you have to, to really have a passion for something. I think it has to come within you. Your dad played guitar and your dad played guitar, you know, for fun. You know, he played... Yeah not only just by himself, um, but he played with other people and shared yeah. that joy of playing together. And it was really amazing. I was always amazed whenever I'd come by your house and your dad would be playing guitar. And the beautiful part always was he could play without thinking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, yeah. His knowledge of playing guitar just flowed through him. Whatever he felt, he, he was able to turn that into music, turn that into some notes on the guitar. And you could really always feel that, you know, and that's an amazing yeah. place to get to. And it's one that I think we all want to get to when we're practicing anything that's creative. If we're making food for people, we want that food to be delicious, you know, and we want everyone to say, hmm, this is so good. This is, you know, really nourishing and it's really filling me with great joy. That's a fantastic thing to, to reach, but yeah. to get there to get there. That's, that's the, where the work becomes knowledge. It becomes practice. I like what Nora said earlier about there's no such thing as failure because it's, it's just a step along the way of trying. Yeah. You try oh, yeah. and you didn't quite hit the mark. So yeah. you learn from what you did by not hitting the mark. And next time you move through, you hit the mark. That's the beauty of doing these things, I trying. I think one of the things that really inspired me to be creative, you would let me paint with you. And I would always look at your paintings and I would look at mine and I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm awful. You know, this, this is horrible. And you'd be like, I think that that's amazing. You know, it's because, mm. because that is what poured out of you through that paintbrush onto that canvas. In my eyes, you know, it was not a Van Gogh or a Picasso, but when you have that energy to, to be able to spell that like that, I, I always thought that you are a wonderful teacher in just projecting that. Well, thank you. And I think that being able to understand at that early age that I did, giving people the freedom in their mind to do things was one of the most important gifts that I think I have is yeah. being able to say, you know what, you just do this. And it's part of the reason why I'm inspired to do the podcast is because for whatever reason in me is the desire to bring people together and the sense of freedom of being able to do. And it's like what you said earlier about you can do anything. I'm not absolutely sure that you can do anything, but I know that your effort to start your effort to change the way you're thinking of not being able to do something to go back to your childhood and way you did things when you were a child, when, when no one told you that was wrong or that was right, pick up from that point to move forward, you know, and say, I can do this. If I just try, 
I can do this. And there's so much information out there about almost anything that you would like to learn that you can do things at home even and without with very little cost of doing things. It just takes the time, the effort, the focused effort to do things. I read this article the other day that this group went to a grade school and they asked the kids, how many of you could be astronauts? And almost everybody raised their hand. The next week they went to a middle school and they said, how many of you could be astronauts? And just a few people raised their hands. And they went to a high school the next week and they said, how many of you can be astronauts? And nobody raised their hand. It's just like that with everything. Yeah, it is. Because they they do that test often in in various different ways um, about dancing and another about being an artist. You know, as children, you know, our minds at a creative level, 90% of children are creative geniuses. They don't have the roadblocks that have been put in front of them by people telling them that they can't do things. Yeah. And this is not about telling your kids they can do anything that they want whenever they want to do it. It's giving kids confidence and support and knowing that there's ways to figure out how to do things. There's problem solving that's involved and you can work through things to find answers. We're in such an instant gratification era now where everything is so swiftly available to us that Mm -hmm. it seems like if we don't achieve some sort of quote success, then we must be the opposite, a failure. And that is the mindset that has really poured over everybody in a very dangerous sort of way of doing things. And we're forgetting about our relatability and doing things and why our real purpose of doing things actually is. And that is to share and bring joy and basically produce a greater love within the world. And I, and I work typically with the mindset the the technology has been uh, maybe a catalyst like you were talking about of that. There are kids now, you know, that write a, a song on their telephone and put it on YouTube and have a million hits on, on their song in one day, where when we were in high school, there was absolutely nothing like that. You know, you could maybe make a cassette and, you know, give it to your friends and, you know, maybe maybe 50 people would listen to it in a year. Now being able to sit in your home, like in Franklin, Indiana, and people in on the other side of the world, two minutes later, are listening to what you created. I mean, it's just absolutely unreal. Yeah, and I think you touched on a point there, too, that's, that's really important about that instant gratification. Being able to, you know, to be seven years old, write a song on your phone and, and release it and get 8,000 hits, 80,000 or 800,000 hits or 8 million hits, and all of a sudden it's gone viral, and, you mm-hmm. know, you've got some sort of fame and you're probably making pennies on the dollar for every time it gets uh, shared with somebody. And that then is related to being a success. Success. Yeah. And that benefit is, is that we're learning the hard way. We're all learning this valuable lesson and seeing this over and over and over again, that this is not what success is. What we then now are looking for is the answer. And, and we're here to help with that answer and to help you find that answer. 
And that is to transform your way of thinking into a more caring, a more deeper, a more compassionate, loving way of doing things in your life. And it starts with that mindset that I'm doing this out of love, that I'm doing this out of my own passion of doing something and that I want to make something unique. And this is my voice that I'm going to share. This is going to make people happy. Maybe what you do does become an 8 trillion downloaded viral smashing success that changes the world. You know, maybe it's the Coke song, you know, (laughs) do you know what I I have seen that I think has been dangerous with that though, is then because then the next person tries it and they don't have that success or that peak. And they think, well, mine must be horrible when it's just as good or better. It's tough. Yeah. And, and John, I am not like going to diss on, um, America's Got Talent or anything like that, because I do think it's a fantastic program. And I think it shows a lot of people that you can not necessarily win the contest, not necessarily get like a record contract, not necessarily do, but you can do and be appreciated for what you do by millions of people or five people. And it doesn't matter. And Dave Grohl has, has said this. I, I, I happen to see this article where he was saying it makes him a little bit worried when he sees people who think that the road to success is to go on to a show like America's Got Talent and immediately become a star. If you're in a band, you just jam in your basement or or your garage and you work together and you figure this stuff out. And then you go jam in front of a bunch of people or a few people And it's about working together and collaborating. It's really understanding what the music means to your life and how you express that and share that with other people through collaboration. And I think I agree. And John, I'm terrible at collaboration, really. I mean, everybody, (laughs) everybody that's ever worked with me. Yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm not great with collaboration. And it's not at all that I'm holding the purse strings too tight or I want it to be my way, or I want it to be this, that, or other. It's just the mm-hmm. initial mindset, uh, my, my artist self of my painting self, I think in a process when collaboration comes and you're working with a company and you're working with people that are actually going to be doing the work, not you, mm-hmm. it becomes then where you have to learn how to communicate with other people in a positive way to inspire them as well to do what your vision is. And hopefully you're setting the benchmark in a direction which can exceed what you expect past Mm -hmm. your expectation. And I know, John, everything that we used to do, we would have this basic sort of idea of doing things and we'd work Mm -hmm. it and work it and work it. And when we brought in more people, say Charles, somebody like that, you know, in a studio situation, Mm-hmm. It would only enrich the experience by having their input and by having, you know, them come in and say, what if we try this? And what if we try this? Or, or I'm really good at this. Can I, can I put this on here? Because I, I think it'll help. And yeah, that, that, that collaboration, that, you have to be open to accept that. Yeah, the, the, pers- the difference in perspective, absolutely. When we went to the recording studio and did probably one of my favorite things that we have done all time, and everybody that was in that studio that we were recording with, 
had different tastes in music. Everybody. Yeah. And I, I mean, a different perspective. I mean, like by far. And it was just absolutely amazing at some of the some of the different things that came out of there. The most fun I've ever had in creating that I can remember. We have inspiration. We have perspective. We have our altruistic, our love of doing. These these three things are very very powerful in converting. <laughs> Your life of non-creativity, if it is, or your life of wanting to be more creative, those things are huge catalysts to get started. So, inspiration, perspective, and then our love of doing; those are all huge in getting started. Another really good question that we had asked was: For a lot of people who feel frustrated or bored in their work or life, or they feel stuck in where they are, what would be the steps or actions that you would recommend? Now, I'm going to connect this to another question somebody had. Sometimes we feel really down, and we want to find something to perk us up with the, with this energy to be creative. You hit writer's block or something like that. What do we do to fuel that creativity? I think these two are pretty connected because there has to be that starting point where we、mm -hmm. need to go. And and we touched on a little bit of that. What do you think, John? Where would you point a person who comes up to you? Say it's a coworker. Say it's somebody well, that、uh, you know you see every day. You know, one of your friends or something, and and they're yeah, not well, in a creative situation. Yeah, well, I've I've had questions like this, and yeah, I, I mean, just trying new things. Well, do I just need to quit my job and jump? And you don't. <laughs> you can you can stay doing the things that you are doing to make sure that you can function daily, and still、mm. learn and do new things to take steps to do it. I will talk with my students about entry level. You know, you may really really want to do a certain thing in life, but you have to take these little steps to get there. Granted, you know some people do jump and are able to make it, but I, I think truthfully, you know, just take small steps toward it. That first step is the toughest one. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, in getting from point A to point B to point C to wherever you need to be, you have to do those steps. A lot of times, it's not going to be instantly going to happen to you, and it doesn't always have to be something that you really know. You want to go in that direction. Oftentimes, if we dedicate ourselves to doing our best, this path will will light up in front of us, and the people around us will see that that path is lit up for you, and they'll want to help you. We all want to do our best, you know. And a lot of times, it just takes a little bit of that inspiration, a little bit of that drive together. As I'm doing what I'm doing right now in the moment, I want to make this the best that it possibly is. One of the other things that I tend to run into pretty frequently is people will have what they want to do, and they'll lay out the steps that they're、mm. going to have to do to do it.、Mm -hmm. And they're、mm -hmm. like, "But I can't do all these things." Well,、mm. don't expect to be able to do all the different things. 
on some of those steps, you may need people to, to teach you or, or even do certain parts of those steps for you. I, I always see people get so frustrated, but I know I can't do this part. Well, when you're starting out, you're not going to be able to do every single part of that. So sticking to the plan versus just taking the first step, the most important part is just taking the first step because oftentimes taking the first step will lead to the second step. I know everybody's surprised that I said that, but taking the first step and taking the second step, the second step's not always step two on the list of things to get where you need to go. No, absolutely not. And that's the amazing part of just taking that first step and being in that moment and being where you want to be. Yeah. And you'll know it, but that's the thing too. You'll also know it. It sounds so simple, but it's absolutely true. Why is everything so boring? Why so, you know, why, why am I not full of energy? Why am I lagging, you know, this creative desire to do things? And it really is your perspective on seeing things. You do have to put a little bit of that energy that you want into life and acceptance, seeing other people, not as the way that you view them, but allowing what's inside of them to be shown to you. You know, everybody has a different perspective and a different walk of life, and they can really show you a lot of things that you didn't know about yourself, and they can probably teach you something that you didn't know. Yeah. Most of the things that I've done in my life that I really enjoy have not been easy. You know, you, you see people playing the guitar, and it looks so simple. Or, you, mm-hmm. you know, you see somebody writing 300 page books, and that's so easy. You know, you just play this guitar, or you, you just write this book. But it really does take so much effort, a lot more than originally had thought. It's not all rainbows and butterflies, but the joy that you get from that, you know, especially as you get better, definitely, you know, worthwhile. Become a subscriber to Creative for Life on all your favorite streaming platforms and check out the podcast notes for more links and info. You can also visit our website at greenskinmango.com for our awesome streetwear, eclectic music, and comedy. Go be creative. Go be creative.